Welcome to MMC Radio, brought to you by Maine Medical Center, Maine's leader in patient care, education, and research, all centered around you. Here is our host, Melanie Cole. Patients diagnosed with early-stage lung cancer are often treated by surgically removing part or all of the affected lung. But a cutting age and less invasive treatment is available and is giving patients a much better chance at survival. My guest today is Dr. Neil McGinn. He's the Division Director of Radiation Oncology at Maine Medical Center. Welcome to the show, Dr. McGinn. So let's start by asking you, what is stereotactic body radiation therapy and how does it help people with lung cancer? So uh, stereotactic body radiation therapy, which is also known as SBRT or stereotactic ablative radiation therapy, SABR, um, uh, utilizes advanced technology that has developed over the past few years to uh, localize and target relatively small tumors in the lung. So patients presenting with uh, stage one non-small cell lung cancer uh, can receive this treatment um, instead of surgery or particularly if they're not a candidate for surgical section. So the technology has advanced uh, for both imaging the tumor as the patient breathes and uh, targeting the tumor uh, with radiation therapy as the patient breathes. And so it's a package of uh, technology that allows for a very high dose of radiation to be delivered precisely to a uh, target that is uh, identified as an early stage lung cancer. Dr. McGinn, who might be a candidate for this SBRT and who might not be? Uh, the, initially, um, this was technology that was developed uh, uh, beginning about 10 years ago, and it was initially designed for patients who have poor pulmonary function um, and are not felt to be a candidate for resection. So they're, they're not a candidate for having um, a lobectomy, which is a standard surgical management for uh, early-stage non-small-cell lung cancer. Um, again, the therapy was developed for patients who were not a candidate for surgery for pulmonary reasons or for other medical conditions that prevent them from uh, having surgical section. So um, it was developed and has been successfully applied to some of the sickest patients with early-stage non-small-cell lung cancer but is now moving into an arena where it's being considered to be uh, potentially equivalent to uh, surgery, uh, although that's obviously uh, still controversial. Wow, it sounds amazing. So tell us a little bit about the procedure itself, this type of radiation. What's involved and what's involved for the patient? How do they feel during this? Once a patient has been uh, identified as being a candidate for stereotactic body radiation therapy for lung cancer, and uh, has agreed to proceed, we begin with a radiation planning CAT scan. So this is very similar to a CAT scan that a patient may have had for uh, the initial uh, evaluation of the cancer. But uh, during this scan, the CAT scan is actually taking images while the patient is breathing and actually creates um, a four-dimensional representation of the tumor with the fourth dimension being timed. So we can actually watch to see where the tumor moves as the patient is breathing so that when we develop a radiation treatment plan, we can target anywhere that the tumor might be while the patient is breathing. So we start with uh, what's referred to as a 4D CAT scan. Uh, about a week later, 
the patient comes back to receive treatment. Treatment itself is done in three or four sessions. Each session lasts about an hour, and those are oftentimes scheduled uh, over a course of two weeks. Um, when the patient comes back to receive treatment, they are placed in an immobilization device that was initially created at the time of the planning CT. Uh, they're on the treatment unit. Uh, the machine doesn't touch them. They don't feel anything, but they are immobilized uh, in a reproducible mobilization device. The treatment machines now have the capacity to obtain a CAT scan while the patient is on the treatment machine in the position. So that CAT scan that's obtained on the first day of treatment is then used to confirm the location of the center of the target. Uh, additional imaging is taken um, to confirm that there's reproducibility within just a few millimeters, uh, and then the treatment is delivered. The treatment is delivered as the machine rotates around the patient, usually in four uh, separate arcs or segments. The beam is on continuously while the machine is moving and targeting uh, the central uh, tumor or the, the central axis of that rotation. Um, so this treatment is delivered usually twice a week um, until they've received their three or four treatments. Patients have no immediate uh, side effects, so they don't know that they've received anything. Sometimes their shoulders and arms are a little bit sore from uh, being immobilized with their arms up over their head, but there's no immediate toxicity, uh, and patients really feel quite well. Uh, six weeks after completion of treatment, there is a risk of a radiation pneumonia developing. So this is not uh, an infectious pneumonia, but it's really just inflammation from the radiation that tends to be relatively mild and uh, self-limited. Occasionally, uh, steroids are required to uh, diminish uh, the extent of inflammation, but by and large, patients tolerate treatment uh, remarkably well with uh, little, if any, uh, long-term side effects. That is amazing. And, you know, people don't realize, Dr. McGinn, that you're breathing. So that tumor that you're discussing is moving, just as you say. So you're looking for accurate and precise localization of that tumor while you're targeting it with radiation. It's absolutely fascinating. Tell us about the outcomes. What are you seeing as a result of this? Well, the national studies that have been uh, conducted and reported uh, beginning about three or four years ago, have suggested that the ability to control the tumor within the region treated is probably in the range of 90 to 93 percent. Uh, so obviously these patients are at risk for developing recurrence uh, in the lymph nodes in the chest, and rarely they can develop recurrence of cancer that has spread elsewhere. But in terms of our ability to control tumor in the region treated, the national study suggests that it's within the range of 90 to 93 percent. That's been our experience as well. We, we started our stereotactic body radiation therapy program for lung cancer in June of 2011, and uh, through the first uh, year or year and a half, we, we treated about 40 patients and recently reviewed the outcome of those patients, uh, which uh, trends nicely together with the national data, both in terms of... Uh, uh, side effect profile and tumor control probability. Uh, we currently probably treat about uh, 15 or 20 patients a year, but the program has been running very nicely for uh, the last three and a half, almost four years now. 
Dr. McGinn, in just the last few minutes, please give your best advice for patients newly diagnosed with lung cancer and what might they discover when they start researching stereotactic body radiation therapy for lung cancer? So this is a a great question because, as you probably know, uh, low-dose screening CT uh, has recently been recommended and is now approved by CMS uh, for screening patients that are high risk for developing lung cancer. So we anticipate that there will be a rise in the uh, incidence of uh, newly diagnosed uh, early-stage lung cancer as a result of the screening. Uh, I would encourage patients to make sure that the screening CT is being done through a facility that's accredited and has a uh, robust screening program uh, in place. And uh, if there's a suspicion of lung cancer to be seen and evaluated in a multidisciplinary thoracic oncology program, uh, such as the program that we have here at uh, Maine Medical Center, uh, which includes a uh, tumor board and a subsequent multidisciplinary clinic that is staffed by uh, uh, thoracic surgeon, medical oncology, radiation oncology, uh, with input from uh, diagnostic radiologists and pathologists as well. So the most important thing is to be seen in a center that uh, evaluates patients prospectively uh, in a multidisciplinary fashion and uh, can provide the expertise based on volume uh, to treat patients safely and effectively. Thank you. That is really great information and a fascinating subject. You're listening to MMC Radio. For more information, you can go to mainmedicalcenter.org. That's mmc.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.